everyone. I'm Kurt, and I have a very special guest on The Breakdown today. Hey, Pastor Wally. Oh, it's great to be here, Pastor Kurt. This is awesome. <laughs> I love it. I'm so glad that you're here. Again, like really within a month, we got you back. That's right. <laughs> I love it. I'm so glad. I know I was thinking, hey, would you join me again? I know you were just on, but oh, man, buddy. <laughs> I'm so glad. And of course, our, our friend Luke is uh, wrapping up yes. his two-week mission trip. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, just getting some videos from yeah. him and worship and and God is doing some amazing work, not only with the medical, but spiritual healing that's taking place. So uh, we'll just keep praying for Luke as he finishes well there. But we're excited that we can extend I know. You know, our his providence, uh, men and women across the world. I was just thinking about that. I mean, who would, and this has been a, and Luke will share next week when he gets back, but a desire yes. and a passion of his for a while. Yes. And I don't think most people, and nothing against it, I just don't think most people who have grown up in the past 30 years would raise their hand and say, I want to go to Iraq. Right, go to Iraq with the refugees. <laughs> and I just thought, wow, Luke, what a heart. How, so good. How God is leading it you. It is, yeah. And just really powerful. So mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll have a breakdown to go over yes, his, yes. his mission He's going to be pretty excited coming back. <laughs> uh, so obviously we wanted to have you on today. I wanted to have you on today um, really because Pastor Zach was leading us into this area of fatherhood, yes. fatherlessness, and then, of course, the greenhouses, right, which is, right. I mean, you've been instrumental in all of this, but I didn't ask you this before we get on, and I want to ask you right now, would it be okay if you haven't shared um, to just, you're, you're, you've come from a major transition as we turn the corner on 22 into 23, a big transition in your life. Yes. Yeah. So for since 2011, I've been uh, with Mark Men for Christ, which has been an incredible ministry. Really helping men that have had fathers, mm. that earthly fathers that w- wounded them, and so yeah. again, just bringing the healing power of our our papa, you know, mm-hmm. our, our heavenly dad, and uh, being able to have that healing power to know that uh, the father loves us and yeah. he's good. So yeah, transitioning again, great leadership now, and so myself by the Lord just moving me into more of a pastoral role, but also just a, a role of really helping these smaller communities smaller family groups called the greenhouses to be established throughout uh, our region here yeah. so that we can get closer to the father. That's so good. In his presence. That's so good. And yeah. I can't wait to dialogue. I have a picture that I drew on my notes here. Awesome. I instantly thought I got to talk to Wally That's about great. this. So I'm so glad that you are here. And as always, you know, I want to, on behalf of Luke and I, and really the church, just thank you for what you do. We always love to thank our guests yeah. because um, we we love to bring you on and let other people hear what's going on on a daily basis in your life and how God is using you in ministry, um, because not everybody gets to see it right, all the time. Right, It's a blessing. It's it so is. blessing to be here. Yeah. You and I always talk about how we could like pinch ourselves. Yes, like we I can't... know. Is, is this really happening? <laughs> it's awesome. Is this what we do every day? It's so good. It's so fulfilling. It is. Um, so one thing I wanted to dive right into is really, you know, and maybe we'll start here. Let's talk about how God has led you uh, and the team that you're a part of, that you're overseeing, mm-hmm. to move into this place of the greenhouse and just break it down sure. and help us understand a little bit more. You know, I just, again, I love Pastor Zach's message. And, you know, we, we he's talked about 10,000 teachers, right? And, yeah. and, and not really having uh, a father figure or being connected with the father. And we come Sunday, and I call that the family reunion. And it's awesome. We That's come cool. Tuesday night, worship and prayer. So this intimacy, right? We're growing with the Father. We're growing in worship. We hear the powerful Word of God. However, uh, there is still these missing connections yeah. that people are making, especially the ones that are newer to our family. Mm. And so, you know, they're trying to really figure out how do I plug in from 
Monday yes. through Saturday. And so the 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 whole uh, premise of this, because we've had small groups, and as Zach said, it's been incredible. It really 400 has. 400 people being involved. And we get that intimacy, and we get that place, and then we stop. It's like, okay, we're finished. So the greenhouse will be an ongoing development of spiritual maturity and That's growth, good. cultivating. So it won't be a stop. It'll be a continuation of really discipleship and life on life, you know, with those, uh, the family. And also, you know, Zach mentioned the spiritual parents, Yeah, you know, having that mom and dad that are going to represent the father in heaven. So, well, this is so good, Pastor Wally, because what I love that Pastor Zach was bringing home uh, is it really in this, this last season of life here, yes. in, at least in America, an unprecedented time of fatherlessness. Correct, yes. And so Pastor Zach making this beautiful yet really challenging comparison. Mm-hmm. I mean, beautiful because how could he understand these things? It's amazing right. to see we've had an uptick of teachers who are yes. being worn out because there's no father in the home and even spiritual fathers. Right. What I love about what we have seen at his mm-hmm. Providence Church because of the strong men's ministry yes. that we have, we have a lot of fathers yes. here. But do you feel um, in your working with the men and with families, and I always want to say that because you right. you don't just touch the life of men. Right. You really get into families, and my family is a direct result Amen. of your investment as a father, as an uncle. In fact, we have multiple Love names. Your family. Yeah, you, usually <laughs> when I text you, we're going to test pa- pastor, uncle, dad, Wally. And just get, you have all these names before you because you, you play such a pivotal role. And, and Pastor John always says, we're not just teaching, we're reproducing who we are. Yes, yes. Now, do you find that the men that you have been working with and the families that you're working with, while they may understand the impartation of a father from you or from Pastor Zach or from somebody else, do they feel equipped to move into that place of being a father and imparting further? That's a great question. And, you know, sometimes you see men develop fairly quickly. Yes. They're skilled. They're talented. They have even the impartation of some of the fivefold, the different giftings. However, they need more time. Mm. I've realized that I've made some mistakes in sort of commissioning men a little quicker because, you know, they they they've accelerated. Yeah. And and I see the power of that. However, I feel like you need to spend more time doing life together. Mm. I say seasons, I think a year. Usually I like the four seasons that we have. Okay. And so taking a year mm. with a man and their marriage and their family. Because again, different seasons, you know, bring out different things, That's right? Good. And so I think part of it has just been learning and growing that it takes longer than what we think. And as uh, Zach said, you want a podcast, you want a teacher, you want somebody to fix it yeah. right away, right? We have this fast culture. And Jesus took three years. Mm. You know, I mean, I always go back to that. It's like, wow, okay, so here it is, Jesus, you know, God among us, and yet he spent three years. Yes, really, wow. And then the Holy Spirit, again, just, I feel like even with Paul, there's always time that needs to be imparted, but it, it really takes life on life because you may see a really good part of a man and then you go into another part in a crisis or something, and then you see something that still needs to be delivered, still needs to be healed and worked on. Mm. That's so interesting. I have heard you say, you know, since we have spent a lot of time together over these past few years, I've heard you reference that one-year mark that you like to lean on. And it wasn't until right now that I've actually understood because you see the multiple seasons yes, that we yes, go through right, and right. we face different things. Right. And those seasons are indicative of life. Yes. We face different yes, things. And so right. being put through the test and the trial in various seasons right. 
is kind of an indicator of what it'll be like in various seasons of life. Exactly. Even the greenhouse. I mean, think about plants in a greenhouse. Yeah. The different seasons and in the spring and summer, you're going to bring them out. Right, mm-hmm. and you're going to be outside. True, and very they, true. And then there's a, there's a bringing them in because of the cold weather, and then there's a pruning. Yes, right? and then there's a dying off, and then there's a regrowth. So I, I feel like you know I love the fact that Jesus uses a lot of uh, vegetation, the yeah. vine, um, but there's so much about abiding and remaining. And the remaining part, I know for me, hasn't always been easy because it's the patience of waiting in the process. And uh, just thinking of Abraham, you know, just thinking about he had to wait yeah. for Isaac. And mm. yet sometimes we get impatient and somebody comes and says, hey, why don't you t- try this way? So I, I feel like, you know, in the greenhouse with uh, parents that really are abiding in, in Jesus and, and the Heavenly Father, they're going to be able to be patiently waiting on the Lord and imparting that 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 posture of not only just waiting and sitting on the bench, but activated in growing in the word, growing in who you are as as a son, right? The, yes. the identity of sonship. That's so important. That's kind of what I wanted to lean into, thinking about what Pastor Zach was bringing us to yes. when Paul is writing, though you have 10,000 teachers, you do not have many fathers, yet I have begotten you in the faith. Right. And so as a son or mm. as a daughter, right. there is a response to that. So when you look at these greenhouses and you mm. look at, you know, one key element or the key element mm-hmm. that begins is really that spiritual fa- parent, yes. having that spiritual parent in place. So with those spiritual parents in place, these are people that um, the team has prayed mm-hmm. through yes. and really asked the Lord, who has this capacity of fatherhood right. and motherhood? Right. Who has that, that gifting? Yes. Am I right so yes. far? Yep. And then what does it look like for, say, the sons and daughters to gather in one of these greenhouses? What what could somebody expect? So one of the things, too, with the spiritual parents, the mom and dad, is we want to put a team together. It's awesome. Because, again, you can't just rely on a, a parent. Yeah. You need aunts and uncles. Yeah, right? You need so grandparents. <laughs> and so the cool thing about the greenhouses is, is, you know, we're looking at some of the grandparents, too, that are there. And some of the younger couples or younger singles that are in that stage of growth. So it's almost like an apprenticeship. Wow. Right? It's an internship. And so everybody gets to play, though. So the beautiful part about a greenhouse is uh, we want everyone to participate. We, you had mentioned about the uh, the gifting, yes. right? A pinky, uh, a little toe. Yep, you know, be right. the best one you can. Yes. And so in the greenhouse is an ability to really kind of mature and grow, but also sometimes making mistakes. That's good. But again, it's not judging or condemning or saying, you know, you're a failure, but saying, hey, let's learn from this, Right. Because a father loves you and you've at least taken the risk to step out in and do this. And now you have mentoring and guidance around you to continue with the growth versus just, you know, saying, hey, uh, this is not going to work. You know, because uh, we have so much condemnation that mm-hmm. we even give ourselves. I know. And then others are looking for the performance or, you know, I've got to do better. So I feel like we need a safe environment where we're being able to grow and dad is just so proud of his sons and daughters. So we need to represent that. And again, I don't always get it right, yeah. Pastor Kurt, right? Yeah. And even as a I. father. Yep. And so I need people to correct me. I need people to watch me as well. And so there's accountability that's going to be around because nobody's going to rise above each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to be in this together. There is going to be roles and there's going to be honor for those who are in those uh, respectful authority. 
However, we're going to really be under Papa, you yeah. know, and under Jesus and the Spirit. So we want to reflect that and model that. That's so good. Two things I wanted to jump on right there. Um, number one is I was just talking on our way into the studio. I was just talking with one of our small group leaders, and she was communicating to me um, what are the differences that she that she has seen in Pentecostal culture versus the church that she grew up in. And the church that she grew up in or was saved in was a little bit legalistic. However, there was discipleship. Right. You didn't just right. pray a prayer. And right. in a lot of these Pentecostal movements, it's been about a prayer. Yes. And not so much here, but been about a prayer. But then there's lack of discipleship and training along the way. Like you say, right. where's the life on life? Right. Who, who's taking you through the scriptures? Right. It's like you are teaching me through bringing me through the scriptures and it's not just a download. It's not just like, hey, just give me more knowledge. Let me fill my head up with more knowledge. It's practical. It's tangible. It's actually applicable now. Mm -hmm. So the Word of God becomes alive, and it sort of comes off the pages, and it's from your experience, from your personal discernment of the Word. And so this is what we're looking for so that now I'm so excited about getting in the Word and getting together with Jesus and the That's Holy it. Spirit. Like, but you tr you imparted that on me that's as right a, as a teacher and as a pastor, and so that's our heart is to impart that. It becomes contagious, but it's not like hey, keep coming back to Pastor Kurt again. It's great, yep. but no, go to the Word, that's go to it. the Holy Spirit, and then they come back and go, "Do you want know what I learned?" Do and you you're see like, this? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It is so good, and that's a win for us. Yes, because that's pointing them to. Papa, our dad, you know. Yeah, I think it's John that says, I'll have to find it in first, second, or third, John. I have no greater joy than to see my children walk in truth. Yes. 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 And and Paul, as he says, emulate me. Yes. It's his relationship with Jesus, his relationship with the Father that he says, Watch me. Watch me as I'm in this presence of the of the Almighty. Mm. And and follow me as I follow him. And again, when people do that, and this is where men can really rise up to see other men that deeply spend time with the Father. They're spending hours. They're spending time in the Word. But they're also spending time humbling themselves, That's it. exalting the Lord, not putting ourselves up on a pedestal, not mm -hmm. even saying, and then asking other people that, hey, you have a gift of discernment or you have a gift, younger people too. Yes. I think that's when uh, men and women start to go, I'm valued. Yeah, I do have the identity of son and daughter, and I'm being recognized and affirmed and so the Holy Spirit starts to activate. And, and our prayer is that this doesn't just activate us in, a, in the family of HBC, but others outside in the neighborhood and the communities start to come in and invite it in and they're able to see the family. It's so good that you talk about family. And, and my mind is just really exploding like one of those emojis with the mind. <laughs> right, that's where right. I'm at right now. I want to pause on this thing I want to say. I want to jump back to something, the second part of what I wanted to say moments ago. And that was anybody who has listened to you for any length of time, they will hear you refer to God, Father, as Papa. Hmm. And what I love is just to really qualify as we move into this season of Greenhouses and Pastor Zach's message, there is an intimacy yes. that you have gained and grown with the Lord that that is why you're referring to him as Papa. Yes. There's a connection that you and he have. Yes, and it took time. That's it, what I wanted it, to bring. It, I wanted it, you to it say. It didn't yeah. happen overnight because at one point I feared the Lord unhealthily. Okay. Wow. So there's a reverence and a fear and right, an awe. Right. And yet I always seen him as he's always gonna say, I need to do more because 
I haven't accomplished this or I'm not good enough. And so I seen the father as more of a judge mm. or more as, you know, one that just wants me to perform more. So I didn't know his grace. Mm. And so it wasn't until even, you know, my Mark Men for Christ weekend, that's the experience of the grace, like literally transformed me to now see the intimacy of wow. my papa, of my daddy. Wow. And so that was when I felt him being around me and surrounding me and even sitting on his lap as, as you know, what yeah. I just think of our, our little yes. kids right? yes. as they sat on, on daddy's lap and, yes. and were able to just be there in the warmth. So it takes time. I, I remember talking to somebody and they go, I, I really want to say Papa, uh, you know, because Abba, right, is yeah. is, is intimate. Yeah, it's, it is. That's... And I think some of the Jewish people struggled with that. Yeah. And so I, I believe that as you grow in intimacy, and whether you call him Father or there's really not that a That doesn't, ro- yeah. It doesn't. I think as you draw in, yep. be, that when you think of Daddy, yeah. I just love when my kids, you know, they're older now, yeah. but if they ever call me Daddy when they really need me, he's like, Daddy, <laughs> Right, right there. Whatever you need, <laughs> it's like you stop, and and there's an yes. intimacy, and there's a desperation to know that dad or daddy or papa is going to be there, and he loves and adores mm. us. So, growing in intimacy, it does take time, and there's healing from our earthly yep. father, absolutely, and mother too. Yep. And so, yes, that's good. I wanted to highlight that yeah. because I think that I wanted to really point out. Mm. That you have grown in that intimacy. Yes. And I love that you said that it takes time. It does take time. So yeah. if we have listened to the messages apostolically over this past year, or at least, you know, since I have picked up in the past two years, Pastor Zach has been bringing us to a revelation of the Father, that yes. there's a revival of the yes. Father. And now, as we have turned the corner to this new year of 23, just this past Sunday, we're hearing him bring us to, this is the order that yes. was making the way for the Father. Yes. And like the greenhouse, when the family unit is in order, Mm -hmm. and this is a bunch of things that are swirling around right now I want to share. When the family unit is in order, then everybody thrives. Yes. You talk about the order and how, you know, I was even thinking when when, when we have a greenhouse and we have healthy spiritual Mm -hmm. parents and we've got uncles and aunts and we've got people and everybody plays their role. Yes. Let's, let's just walk and work they play it, it well. And they play it well. They, <laughs> or they're learning to play it well. Yes. Right? And that, like you said, there's room for error. Yes. yes. So in this healthy environment where we're all growing, because none of us do it perfectly. Exactly. You know, just last night, I'm like, hey, guys, dad missed it again. I'm I'm doing better. Right. I caught myself. Right. But I missed it again. And yes. I want to acknowledge that. Amen. So the, the whole point is that in that healthy environment, I keep thinking about the brokenness yes. of relationships even boys now understanding how to conduct themselves with ladies yes and vice versa in a healthy family Mm -hmm. environment if that wasn't modeled for you right maybe you came from a broken or um really a home that didn't model that dysfunctional even then you haven't really understood what is an appropriate relationship to the same and to the opposite sex and in a healthy environment, I know you probably want to speak this, but no, in a healthy family environment, right. you're going to be able to practice that. Exactly. This is so vital, yeah. Pastor Kurt, because when we see and watch what we have growing up, it forms in our minds, actually in our brains, what is right or wrong, right. what is normal or abnormal. But again, if we grow up in that situation where a woman is objectified or, or a woman is not cherished and and again, it's just really for a marriage or, you know, she's going to be my uh, woman that I, I have, then we miss the mark. We That's miss it. the truth. And so I think in these greenhouses, what we want to do is we want to have families that are healthy, mm-hmm. yet still in process like me. Yes. Right. 
and being able to see the grace and the love and the mercy of dad that allows us to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, my gosh, look, read the word of God, read the story. These, you know, Abraham, I mean, every single person made a mistake yes. and yet they were chosen by God. That's it. So I feel like, you know, one of the biggest parts of our our church here is order, which I love. And that's why men, it's important for men yes. really to be in their part of priesthood. That's it. And to get the sonship because their love for their wives are going to come. And then the kids are going to be able to see the model of that. And they're going to be able to look up towards heaven and go, this is who we worship, mm-hmm. you know, and at, there's a there's a moment where kids are dependent on their parents, right? Because they just have to be dependent. Right. But there's a moment in what the transaction of the parents are starting to get them dependent towards the father. That's it. And that's really the model that we want to, you know, accomplish. And we feel like once that's done, then these kids will move into now their own parenting, their own. So generations will be shifted back into the kingdom order. Yeah. It's so powerful here yeah. because, again, Pastor Zach's message is going off in my mind, and I think about what happens in a vacuum of fathers. Yes. What happens right. with fatherlessness is it leaves such a wake and an impact from one generation to another. Because they're looking for teachers. They, yes. They have to be taught. Somebody has Somebody's to train. Somebody's going to teach yeah. and train them, especially women, right? If they don't have a father, they're going to find another guy or find someone that's going to be a father figure. But again, if they have that vacuum or that void or that deficit, yes, then they're going to try to fill that with what the world offers. Yes, and I'm thinking even as Zach, Pastor Zach said about the the churches. Yeah, again, everybody wants teachers. Yeah, it just seems we're inundated with that. And you know, you're a teacher. Your teaching is God's word that it becomes alive and active by the Holy Spirit. So that we're now being more of a disciple of Christ, more of a son, right? But it's activating us to that. That's teaching yes. God's way, yes, not man's way. Yeah. And I think there's so much hurt and desire out there that even Christianity or churches, and again, they're trying to comp, they're trying to do something. I think there's good intentions right. with most of them. Right. There is. Right. But you compromise. You do. Or you say, as Pastor Zach said. We now go towards the feelings, mm-hmm. and then we're tolerant, and then we lose order. Yeah. So it's just one click off, Pastor Kurt. It's so important you're saying this, too, because the order and the structure and really having the father in his rightful role and then having spiritual fathers and mothers overseeing keeps these things in order so, so that in a church, I love the point that Pastor Zach brought up on Sunday. We've come from so many of us where we came from a church, we didn't like the way that they were parenting. Right. And right. so we left. Yes, I've, I've been there. We've been there. You know, yeah, I've we, been there. we have that freedom. And right. it caused me pause. It's not that where we came from wasn't bad right. and didn't have right. any struggles. And God will lead us to a place where there's a healthier land right. to glean from. Yes. That's fine. However, it really did cause me pause to say, okay, what aspects of the former fathering did I receive yes. that I felt like I had to run from? Yes, yes. And, and that's so good because I, we do have to take a pause. Yeah. I have to take a pause. And look at what I ran from. Sometimes it's this validity yes. to some of that. Yes. However, there is a spiritual authority, and sometimes I had I should have stayed in mm. areas to grow me. That's it, man. That's from it. From being rebellious or being independent, Ooh. and so I feel like there's a there's a major independent spirit, and I'll say rebellious spirit. Yes, and sir. I had that. Yeah. Because it was like if I didn't like this, I didn't like what the pastor said, or or I didn't get my way. Yeah. You know, then I'm gonna bolt. And so what we formed here at his Providence Church, too, which I love, is 
we stay in the room together. Yeah. And the greenhouse is going to be messy. I'm just going to say it. It's good. It, it's not going to really be. It's really good. Because families, families are, are messy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yet we know that God continues in his promises if we are disciplined and yeah. sometimes chastised. Yep. You know, and that is where the love comes because the growth comes out of hurt. I mean, it comes out of the pain of suffering from our woundedness, but the transaction is that healing power. But in the midst of that, we've got to go through it in, until we get in Christ and in the Spirit and then he heals us from it. Yes. But we, we can't just suppress it or just run away from it because it's going to always follow us. That's it. It's a root that needs to come out. And sometimes other people will see it more than we will see it. I know. And and we want to, and this is why I go back to even thinking about the body teaching that Paul yes. communicates. Yes. You can't separate yourself from your nope. hand. That's right. Because then, then your hand is lifeless. Yes. So if I'm a hand, I've just become lifeless. So yes. if I think I can cut myself off from the body of Christ and isolate myself, well, Scripture tells me in Proverbs, I'm really seeking my own interest. Exactly. And even exactly. if I have been hurt by church, I haven't been hurt by God. Right. Why are we equating? Why are we That's making it. the equation that right. people, good people, may have wounded me and hurt me, but faithful are the wounds of a friend? Amen. I love what you're Amen. bringing up here. How we teach our kids and 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 it. In a healthy home. Right. Okay, yeah, your brother did just hit you. Yes. He was wrong. Right. He shouldn't have done that. Yes. Okay, so we need to have, as I love this, I used to say restitution because I was criminal <laughs> justice. A man, Frank Lucas from King's Academy, yeah. has turned me on to restorative it's awesome. justice. It's beautiful. That's cool. That's, that's God. That's good. <laughs> that's our... Okay, son, so where's the restorative justice? Right. First of all, there's got to be a heart correction. Yes. There's got to be some repentance. Yes. Do you recognize what you did is mm-hmm. wrong? See, when, when we are wounded by somebody, then the person who's offended, we just want to hold on to that offense. Right. We want to hold... Uh, them captive and we end up holding well, ourselves captive and we're never released from it. That's it. And guess who's ars- that that's the arsenal of the it enemy. Is. It, it is. has nothing to do with God. Right. It it's is. nothing to do with the Father. And it distorts the truth. Yes. And again, the true teaching that even Paul, you know, he's is he says, follow me. And even Jesus said, You have to die to yourself, all your independent spirits, and pick up the cross. And if you want to follow me, guys, you know, again, you're gonna have to follow the way that I lead you, mm-hmm. not the way the world does. And it's really, really a challenge because the pressures now, even for our young kids, are so strong. So even now, I feel like these greenhouses, because again, what we do Sunday and Tuesday and and is incredible. In the greenhouses, you know, we're going to promote school to spirit more because I'm in classes. Yeah, you are. It's like, awesome. I love it because then there's a there's a another level for them to learn from the Holy Spirit That's it. that have empowered and anointed the teachers mm-hmm. to to really bring them into this place so that when they go back, they're going to be that much better, and then they'll bring some of the teachings back. So again, we need to be taught yes. in a loving environment that draws us into the grace and mercy of our dad, our That's papa. That's so good. Yeah. Can I just say, Pastor Wall, you're on fire today, man. You're <laughs> like, a, you're like on lo- fire. I love this. This is great. One yeah. more thing I wanted to kind of put the end cap on is this concept. It's like the biggest highlight in my notes here, and that's this this point that Pastor Zach made, spiritual slavery yes. can only yes. exist where sonship is not present. Yes. You talk about when Jesus says, deny yourself. Mm-hmm leave off those rebellious spirits, take up your cross and follow me. We're going to be led in a way right. that is not necessarily how we want to be led. That's correct. 
all the time. Correct. But we're coming out of bondage yes. in some areas. Right. And for me, just I didn't know I was in bondage me by either. living in perfectionism, yep. by living in I will never please God, so I have to do more. So I was a slave, mm-hmm. and yet I was a son. <laughs> oh, I mean, like I was confessed Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So it wasn't until this revelation of tangibility of God's grace that now it transacted from slavery that I'm never going to be good enough in my own yeah. self, no matter what I do. I've been accepted and I've been embraced as a son. And so when that transaction happened, now the sanctification, the real sanctification was now shedding off all the parts of myself so that in the sonship, I was able to see Papa and that intimacy. And going forward now, I claim sonship. Even when I mess up, I never go back to the grave so clothes good. that I used to wear or even the prison cell that's open, but yet I kept going back into it. That's it. And so that's a heart for men and women. But we have to model that, right, Pastor Kurt? Yes, we, we do. And, and we have to be transparent and vulnerable and honest with them and say, listen, I know where you were or I know where you are now, but I, I was there. Yeah. And let me walk with you. Let me come back because we've walked down the road a little further. Yep. But we go back with them and say, let's do this together. Yeah. Side by side, patiently. I'm not going to fix you. I'm not going to even tell you my way, but it's Jesus's way. That's so awesome. You said something that was another point that Pastor Zach brought up, and you just explained to us how it happens practically. Yes. That sonship is first revelation. Yes. And then situation. Yes. You had that the was revelation. So good. It was so powerful. It is. Because I think sometimes we're looking for teachers to give us revelations. Yeah. The Holy Spirit <laughs> will use the teacher and the voice in, in that impartation. But again, we can't look for the person yes. or the man or the human. Yes. And that's the important part because true revelation, it's not that I read more. It's not that I go to more podcasts or teachers. It's that posture of humility it's the posture of openness. Even sometimes worship, right? When we come in, Sunday, I I was so hurting. I just wanted to come and sit. Yeah. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to do anything. But I said, Lord, I need your healing. Yeah. I need you to help me to rise up and worship you. Wow. And it was a, another, because I'm a son. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming in as a slave afflicted by a pain. I know that there's a healing coming. Wow. But I claimed the, the sonship. And within that moment, I actually got called out. And ended up doing ministry for an hour with a man. And I would have never wanted to do that. But God empowered me because I'm a son. Wow. And he's going to use me even in the times where I come in where I I just don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's so powerful. I know Jennifer and I kind of took away from Sunday thinking. I remember walking away from Sunday and saying, okay, Lord, um, I, I honestly, this is me. <laughs> I feel pretty good, God. We've yeah. been through a lot of right. the past three years. Right. like. You know, I don't really think there's any area. This is me talking yeah. to the Father. I don't really think there's any area that remains unsurrendered. Right. It didn't take but a few hours. <laughs> I love it. I love it. When he gently like nudges it. What about this? What about Wally? this? It's like, oh, okay, God. Wow. This is going to be a lifelong process. Yes. And and it's good. I love what you're saying. Is part about walking down the road. It, we get so hung up on where we are, who we are, right. what if we're on a pedestal. Nobody's on a pedestal. No, sir. We are no, all sir. walking down this Amen. road. We're all following Jesus, yes. who is the way, the truth, yes. and the life. 
And part of the encouragement to all of us is to see somebody who may have been running longer than us, yes. maybe a little further down the right. road than we are, still say there's room for more because yes. the father's saying there's room for right. more. Right. And I mean, Pastor Zach, too, him being vulnerable yeah. right up there. And what it does is it opens up the hearts of those that were looking for getting it right and perfect. Yep. And it's like, oh my gosh, like even the pastors, even even us, you know, you and me, Pastor Kurt, we are still in process. And again, we're looking for holiness and purity and we're asking for humility and we're getting better. Yes. Because of our dad that yeah. makes us better. And so people really want that. And yeah. We're seeing a thirst and hunger for this, right? I mean, oh, this absolutely. is- absolutely. And so I feel like, you know, God is opening the doors- um, just we need a lot of prayer because, you know, some people are asking questions and, and there's going to be a big shift because no one now will miss out. Everyone's going to have an opportunity yes. to be invited into that greenhouse wow. and be ministered to. So again, it's your choice, Yeah. but we're asking men and women and families to say yes to Jesus, yes to this deeper life-on-life -life discipleship where you can have fun together too mm -hmm. and you can grow together. You can make mistakes together. And again, it's going to be great because at that moment's notice, somebody can call up and say, hey, Pastor Kirk, can you come over for a cup of coffee? I'm really down right now or I don't understand. Yeah, I'll be right over. I'm five minutes down the road. Right. Right. So this is what we want to do instead of, you know, waiting three months for somebody to call you. I or, know. <laughs> I know. And and you mentioned something that's really important, too. And this is part of why I love Pastor Will. Is yes. He's going to make sure it's fun. He's the best. He's going to make sure it's fun. Yeah, there's going to be games. It's going to be fun because we need to have fun as families. Yes, we do. Right. Um, and I think the greatest part of a of a dad's teaching is being. It's good. It, it's on the dinner table. It's playing games. It's good. It's you know if you play a Monopoly or something, you're talking about business and there's transactions oh, and there's good. kingdom numbers. But it's the teaching comes from being and doing life together instead of again. There's times where we do teach. Right. Mm -hmm. Teach from Sunday morning. We teach in school of the spirit. But what I love about school of the spirit. For me personally, I want the practical and tangible. Yeah. I want to leave differently than when I came in, mm. and that happens every time. Wow! So I like results. Yep. And, and, yep. and transformational. Yeah. And so that's the power of God's word, the power of the gospel. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's so good, Pastor Wally, man. You're on fire today. <laughs> this is great. I love it. This is awesome. I want to thank you so much for for joining me today, and again, for just filling all those roles in so many people's lives. And as we get ready, I would love for you to um, pray about the greenhouses yes. and how God's moving yes. forward. Any dates that we need to be aware of yet? or, or... We're looking at February, so February Whoa. is, is uh, early launch. We're, um, we're really excited. So right now, just be praying. We're really praying about who that team will be, because okay. we want to function in a team. Good. And uh, we're looking at trying to get every single town or, or city uh, where there's going to be a home that you'll be able to come in and that will be the greenhouse. So yeah, it's, so early February is really our, our target and give us, you know, give us time. But also if you have a heart for this, you know, come see us because uh, we definitely want uh, you to be involved and engaged. This isn't a, you know, a hierarchical, this is really a plurality. It's boots on the ground. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a trench guy. So this is what we're going to do. Yeah. What's well, so good. We are going late here and I don't okay. care because I know I'm saying I'm about to ask you something else, but you just really set us up how important it is to say, Hey, if you're out there and you're saying, well, I am definitely a spiritual mom and dad yeah. and you don't get an invite first yeah. and foremost, don't be offended. Yes. We don't know and right. have interaction right. with you. every single yes. person. Yes. And so I love that you just said, come to you. Yes. Okay. Yes. And you've got a team you're working yes. with. 
Second to that, if you're not like picked, selected, whatever it is for this first round, can you just say part of the 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 structure of the greenhouse is to have growth and Amen. expansion, right? Yes, we're so the beautiful part about this is this multiplication and That's reproduction. It. That's it. So again, you know, we're almost twelve hundred people here. Um, the Lord is growing us. And I think we're going to grow by people coming Sunday, but I really believe we're going to grow more by the greenhouses That's good. in all areas. So yes. So again, if you have any heart or passion for this, uh, come see us. Give us patience. Give us time. Yeah. And one of the things that you know, the elders and staff, everybody's going to be involved in these greenhouses, and everybody's going to have different roles. Some people are coming to participate. They'll have some role, but again, it's going to be beautiful to see new people. Yes. That we've. Like, who's that? Yeah. Like, you know, rise up. It's going to be so exciting. I love it. Well, with that, would you take us to yes. prayer? Yeah. Papa, thank you so much for giving us uh, the adoption process. Mm. Yes, <laughs> you Lord. invited us and, and chose us. You loved us first. And thank you, Jesus, for being the way, the truth, and the life. And Lord, you made a way for us to come to be in relationship, not just relationship, but an intimate relationship with our dad. Yes, and thank Lord. you for the order. And Holy Spirit, thank you for comforting us in the midst of our pain. Thank you for giving us the truth. Thank you for convicting us mm. when we are going awry or going astray, yes, Lord. Lord. Lord, we thank you for his Providence Church. We thank you for Pastor Kurt. Thank you for Luke, Lord. Lord, bless him, Lord. Yes. Bless him. He is not going to come back the same guy. Nope. Lord, I thank, thank you, you that Lord. you have imparted and given him revelations. And Lord, bring him back safely. Yes, so Lord, Lord. We, this anointing on the greenhouses is yours, Lord. And we yes. give it to you. We surrender to you. Bring men and women. Bring kids. Bring people that we don't even know about, Lord, that are, are going to be readied and prepared for your multiplication of your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Pastor Wally, That's thank great. you so much, thank man. Thank you. Again, my special guest today, Pastor Wally from His Providence Church. And uh, hey, We'll have Luke back with me next week, and that's it. So I'm Kurt. I'm Wally. And this is The Breakdown. We'll catch you next week. 